from four original verses, describes the most elevated and kind-hearted devotees and completely rejects the cheating ways of materially motivated religiosity. It propounds the highest principle of eternal religion which can factually mitigate the threefold miseries of a living being and award the highest benediction of full prosperity and knowledge. Those willing to hear the message of the scripture in a submissive attitude of service can at once capture the Supreme Lord in their hearts. Therefore, there is no need for any scripture other than the Srimad Bhagavatam. Dharma projita kaita vatra parama miramatsaranam shalom. Vedyam vastava matra vastu shivadam tapatrayon mudanam. Srimad Bhagavate Mahamuni Krite Kimba Parayadishwara Sajjo Hridda Brujitetra Kriti Bishu Shushubhishtakshanat This is the second verse of the first chapter of the Srimad Bhagavatam. And it is being explained here, Mahamuni Krite, that the Srimad Bhagavatam was written by the literary incarnation of Godhead himself, Srila Veda Vyas. And it is to be considered the commentary of the Brahma Sutra, which is the essence of all Vedic knowledge. And we accept the Srimad Bhagavatam as the absolute authority because it is being written by Srila Veda Vyas, who is an empowered incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And it is spoken by his own beloved son, Srila Shukadev Goswami, who was completely spotless and free of any material desires. It is described that Shukadeva Goswami was a liberated soul within the womb of his mother, and he had no interest in enjoying any of the objects of this world. But upon hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam from his father, being so attracted by the devotional service of the Lord, he came out and thus his whole life was simply dedicated to preaching the glories of the Srimad Bhagavatam. So it is called the Spotless Purana, Amalam Puranam, because, as it is described in this verse, it differs from all the other Vedic literatures in that it exclusively reveals the highest benediction of full prosperity and knowledge which is unmotivated, uninterrupted, loving service to the Lord. This verse of the Bhagavatam, within the introductory um, shlokas, is very, very important because this verse in and of itself explains the difference between the Srimad Bhagavatam and practically every other scripture throughout the world. Kaitava 
It is explained in Bhagavatam, uh, in this verse, dharma purojita khayato bhatra. That means, it is purojita, means to completely reject khayato It completely rejects all cheating forms of religion. It only establishes the truth of Sanatana Dharma. Sanatana Dharma means the essence of the dormant nature of the soul, which is loving devotional, that propensity for loving devotional service within the pure heart. Anything but that loving devotional service is rejected by the Srimad Bhagavatam. The path of religion is generally um, cheating religion on the mental and physical plane. It is not purely on the spiritual platform. And religion can be divided into three. One is the path of fruit of work or karma kanda. Two is the path of knowledge and mystic powers. And three is the path of devotional service. Path of Karma Kanda is decorated by all sorts of very, very beautiful religious ceremonies, when, and they are generally meant simply to elevate one's material condition. But it is considered to be a cheating process because all of the fruits of such type of worship are temporary, and therefore they distract one's human energy one's attention away from the true goal of pure devotional service. The path of Jnana-marg or Yoga-marg is considered equally hazardous because it is considered by the Bhagavatam that what they are searching for, liberation in the impersonal feature of the Supreme, is a type of subtle sense gratification when we are trying to enjoy our senses, gross senses, through karmakanda activities, or whether we are trying to enjoy the subtle sense gratification of merging into the oneness of God, of being God, of being controller, that is another type of sense gratification. And of course, those who are follow, as we have read, it is a temporary position because it is not the natural quality of the soul to have this unconsciousness of one's loving relationship with God, but to be conscious that I am God. Therefore, ultimately, even when one achieves the highest level of realization in the impersonal jnana marg, one undoubtedly must glide back down into material existence, having not taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Lord. And as far as mystic powers are concerned, they are also considered to be material entanglements in the path of self-realization. Srila Prabhupada often cites the story of, a, of a, one German scholar who came to India looking for the highest truth and he was led to meet many great yogis and he saw many incredible miracles. He saw people creating things with their bare hands, creating gold, creating ashes, created, creating jewelry, 
He saw them walking on the water. He saw them flying in the sky. And his conclusion is that Western science is essentially learning to do the same things. The yogi he found could fly in the sky simply by chanting certain mantras and through certain types of control of the of his own life errors and the forces of gravity. And science is shooting um, rocket ships into the outer space and flying on airplanes and helicopters. And as far as walking on water, we science has created beautiful boats. And as far as creating things through the industries, they are also creating wonderful diamonds and wonderful gold and wonderful um, articles of this sort. So he said, what is so great about this? I didn't come to India to just find a more sophisticated way of, or a more subtle way of enjoying what science has already been offering me throughout my life in the West. I want something beyond, I want something more. And when he met Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and he heard about how to engage in the transcendental loving service of the beautiful form of Sri Krishna, he understood this is the highest religion. No one is giving us this. This is the greatest science. So this is also to be considered a type of cheating religion because the allurements of having such powers is a form of subtle sense gratification to a devotee and it simply distracts one's attention away from the humble service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the path of worshipping the innumerable demigods is considered here by Srila Prabhupada to even be more hazardous and uncertain than the above processes of Karmakanda and Jnanakanda. The system of worshipping many gods such as Durga, Shiva, Ganesha, Shiva, Surya, the impersonal Vishnu form, it's accepted by people who have been blinded for intense, by desi intense desire for sense gratification. So therefore, none of the above three religious paths can deliver a person from the threefold miseries of material existence. Therefore, the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, it is explained uh, by Sridhar Swami in his commentary of Bhagavat. Prashabdena moksha bhi sandhir api nirasta piti. That when, Krish, when Vyasadeva explains dharma projita, uh, this word pra means complete, and ujita means rejection. So projita means complete rejection. Complete rejection of all those processes that are aspiring for artha, kama, dhamma, moksha, religiosity, economic development, sense gratification, and liberation. In the path of Bhagavad Dharma, everything but bhakti, anushuddha bhakti, is rejected. Krishna Bhakti Antardan. 
The foremost process of cheating, Kaviraj Goswami explains, is to desire to achieve liberation by merging in the Supreme. For this causes the permanent disappearance of loving service to Krishna. Purport by Srila Prabhupada, the desire to merge in the impersonal Brahman is the subtlest type of atheism. As soon as such atheism, disguised in the dress of liberation, is encouraged, one becomes completely unable to traverse the path of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Prashabdena moksha bi sandhir api nirasta iti. The prefix pra in the verse bhag from the Bhagavatam indicates that the desire for liberation is completely rejected. This is from the commentary of Sridhar Swami. Krishna bhaktir bhadaka yatha subha shubha karma seha eka jiver agyan tamo dharma. All kinds of activities, both auspicious and inauspicious, that are detrimental to the discharge of transcendental loving service to Krishna are actions of the darkness of ignorance. Yanhara prasade e tamo hayanas, tamo nasha korikari tatvira prakash. I'll read the purport for this. The poetical comparison of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda to the sun and moon is very significant. The living entities are spiritual sparks and their constitutional position is in devotional service to the Supreme Lord in full Krishna consciousness. So-called pious activities and other ritualistic performances, pious or impious, as well as the desire to escape from material existence, are all considered to be coverings of these spiritual sparks. The living entities must free, get free from these superfluous coverings and fully engage in Krishna consciousness. The purpose of the appearance of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda is to dispel the darkness of the soul. Before their appearance, all these superfluous activities of the living entities were covering Krishna consciousness. But after the appearance of these two brothers, people's hearts are becoming cleansed, and they are again becoming situated in the real position of Krishna consciousness. Yanhara prasadi e tomo hayanas, amunasha kori kari prakash. By the grace of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, this darkness of ignorance is removed and the truth is brought to light. We find in the divine pastimes of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda Prabhu how the Lord gave light not only to the gross materialists but also to those very highly respected transcendentalists who were still heavily influenced by this kite of a dharma or these cheating forms of religion. It is described that Goranga and Nityananda appeared like the sun and the moon to give light and dispel all darkness. And especially they came to dispel the darkness of this Kaitava Dharma, or cheating propensities in the name of religion. Trigunya Vishaya Veda Nis Trigunya Lord Sri Krishna himself 
who claims in the Gita, that I am the compiler of all the Vedas and I am the knower of Vedanta. Very interesting. Here he is saying, I am the compiler of all the Vedas and I am the knower of Vedanta. And then he says, that the Vedas that I have written mostly deal with Kaitava Dharma, cheating religion. Religion that is still keeps one attached to the three modes of material nature and thus keeps one fixed in the material conception of life. Therefore, Krishna says, reject all of these Vedas and be established in the self, surrender to me. Sarvadharman paritya mame kam sharanam braja aham tvam sarvapapibyo moksha ishami masaja it is said that Krishna is the father of all religion and here the father of all religion who has created all the great religions in the world he is saying abandon all the religions just surrender to me I compile the Vedas reject all the Vedas just surrender to me not reject all the Vedas reject all the Vedas that deal with the flowery words of encouraging one toward Artakama Dhamma Moksha. And therefore, in this verse of Bhagavatam, which is being explained in today's reading, it is said there is no need for any other scripture except Srimad Bhagavatam. Because it's the only scripture compiled by Veda Vyas that, is ex- that has followed the instruction of Krishna, Traigunya Vishaya Veda rejecting all of the materialistic forms of religion in the Vedas and only dealing exclusively with being established in the self. And what is the nature of the self? Sanatan dharma, jivara swarupoy krishna We are all part of Krishna. Then to be established in the self means to be established in pure devotional service, the eternal constitutional position of the self. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda Prabhu, when they were preaching, through the process of the chanting of the holy names of Krishna, they were giving light to everyone, all classes of men. We find the common men. There, were, there was a time when Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was dancing in Kirtan, and there was a Muslim um, tailor a washerman, tailor of Srivas Thakur. And uh, just upon seeing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's beautiful, graceful dancing, love of God awakened in his heart and he became an eternal associate of the Lord. And we find in the, in the narration of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dialogue with Chandakazi, who was a big, big, big governor of Bengal, that section of Navadvistam. And he was very powerful and he was under so many social pressures he was persecuting the devotees who were congregationally chanting Krishna's names in public and it is described that this Chan Kazi was actually considered very very saintly amongst the, the Muslims of that part of India and he was a great learned scholar of the Quran and he was considered to be a holy man, very deeply, deeply religious. 
And in Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's discussion with him, he revealed to him that although all of these great scriptures, in essence, they are leading one to that perfection goal, people are so caught up in the cheating processes which obscure the real goal from that religion. And by association with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chan Kazi accepted the holy name of Krishna as the supreme path and gave up all of his karmakanda conceptions and became a pure devotee of the Lord. Similarly, we find Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya. He was a great, great, great scholar of Vedanta Sutra. From all sides of India, people would come to learn from him. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu revealed to him that all his lifelong studies was all simply cheating. All of his teachings and all of his studying was simply the process of cheating and being cheated. And when he tasted the sweetness of the Bhagavatam um, conclusions, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya accepted the path of pure devotional service. And similarly, we find Prakashananda Saraswati. He was the greatest, most powerful of all Mayavadis practically in modern history. But Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like the brilliant sun, dispelled the darkness of this Mayavad conception of the Absolute, which is considered here to be Kaitavadharma, and established pure devotional service through the chanting of the holy name as the only religion. Pure religion, true religion. And we find when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling through South India, those who were following very strictly the principles of Buddhism, how he revealed to them the kite of a dharma within their own religion and extracted the essence pure devotional service and in this way they were all transformed into pure devotees of the Lord and we find when he was in Sri Rangam the followers of the Sri Sampradaya when he was in Urupi the followers of the Tattvavadi Sampradaya how he elevated them beyond even within their own religious systems the ritualistic ceremonial um, trappings and brought them to the highest level. In this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like the sun, he completely dispelled the darkness of Kaitava Dharma from every class of men and established pure devotional service. Tattvabhastu Krishna Krishna Bhakti Premarup Nama Sankirtana Shabha Ananda Swarup. The absolute truth is Sri Krishna and loving devotion to Sri Krishna exhibited in pure love is achieved through congregational chanting of the holy name which is the essence of all bliss. This is the light that Gauranga Mahaprabhu has given with Lord Nityananda. They have reflected the light of their causeless mercy in this world through the process of chanting the holy names. And they are still present wherever the devotees take their instruction 
and sincerely congregationally chant the holy name, we can understand that Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda's the light of their divine mercy is present wherever this instruction of taking seriously the congregational chanting of the holy name is taking place. Surya Chandra Bahirera Tamasavinase Bahiravastu Gatapata Adise Prakase The sun and moon dissipate the darkness of the external world and thus reveal external material objects like pots and plates. Duibai Hridayara Klashe Shali Andakar Duibhagavat Sange Karana Shakshastkar But those two brothers, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, dissipate the darkness of the inner core of the heart, and thus they help one meet the two kinds of Bhagavatams, persons or things in relation with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Eka Bhagavat Bhada Bhagavat Sastra Ara Bhagavat Bhakta Bhakti Raspatra One of the Bhagavats is the great scripture Srimad Bhagavatam and the other is the pure devotee absorbed in the mellows of devotional service. Through the actions of these two Bhagavats, the Lord instills the mellows of transcendental loving service into the heart of a living being and thus the Lord in the heart of his devotee comes under the control of the devotee's love. Eka abdhuta samakali donhara prakash ara abdhuta chita guhar tamakarinas. The first wonder is that both brothers appear simultaneously and the other is that they eliminate, illuminate the innermost depths of the heart. E Chandra Surya Dui Paramasadai Jagatara Bhagye Gode Kodila Udai. These two, the sun and moon, are very kind to the people of the world. Thus, for the good fortune of all, they have appeared on the horizon of Bengal. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda came like the sun and moon to drive away the five kinds of ignorance. Prabhupada describes here in the Mahabharata, in the 43rd chapter, these five kinds are, of ignorance are described. One is accepting the body to be the self. Two is to make making material sense gratification one's standard of enjoyment. Three being anxious due to material identification for lamenting and five thinking that there is anything beyond the absolute truth the teachings of Lord Chaitanya eradicate these five kinds of ignorance whatever one sees or otherwise experiences one should know to be simply an exhibition of the supreme personality of Godhead's energy Everything is a manifestation of Krishna. Sei dui praburkari charana bandan yana haite bigna nasa abhishta puran. Let us therefore worship the holy feet of these two lords. Thus one can be rid of all difficulties on the path of self realization. 
हे दुई श्लोकी कोईल मंगला बंडान तृतीया पॉसिबल मिठम च सारम च बचो ही विघ्मिता वाग्मिता इथि इसेंशियल ट्रुथ स्पोकन कंसाइसली इज ट्रू एलोक्वेंस शूनिले कंदिबे चित्तेर अज्ञानारी दोष कृष्णे गादा प्रेमा हावे हाइबे संतोष सिंपली हियरिंग सबमिसिवली will free one's heart from all the faults of ignorance and thus one will achieve deep love for krishna this is the path of peace i will read that again simply hearing submissively will free one's heart from all the faults of ignorance and thus one will achieve deep love for krishna this is the path of peace the sun and the moon of shri nithai goranga's mercy is non different than the sound vibration coming from the lips of their surrendered devotees so therefore by hearing in the association of such sincere devotees the story of chaitanya charitamrita all the darkness of ignorance is dispelled by the grace of lord chaitanya and lord nityananda श्री चैतन्य निनंद अद्वैत महात्मा धान्रभक्त भक्ति नाम प्रेम रस तत्वा भिना भिना लिखया शिखरिया विचार सुनिले जनिबे सब वस्तुतत्व इफ वन पेशली हियर्स अबाउट द ग्लोरीज ऑफ श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु श्री नित्यानंद प्रभु एंड श्री अद्वैत प्रभु एंड देर डिवोटीज devotional activities name fame and the mellows of their transcendental loving exchanges one will learn the essence of the absolute truth therefore i have described these in chaitanya charitamrita with logic and discrimination sri rupa ragunata padeyara as chaitanya charitamrita kohi krishna das praying at the lotus feet of shri roop and shri ragunath always desiring their mercy i krishna das narrate shri chaitanya charitamrita following in their footsteps thus ends the bhakti vidanta purports of shri chaitanya charitamrita adi lila first chapter describing the spiritual masters is there any questions being anxious due to material identification I'll read them again number 1 is accepting the body to be the self 2 making material sense gratification one standard of enjoyment 
three, being anxious due to material identification. Four, lamenting. And five, thinking that there is anything beyond the absolute truth. <laughs> Kaitava here is in which it means that which is has fruitive intentions. But generally it is translated as cheating. That which has fruitive intentions is cheating one's own soul. The soul is in and of itself pure freed from all these imperfections. It is part and parcel of Krishna. It is Satchit Ananda, the soul. So therefore, any type of religion that conf confirms one's, or whether it confirms one's desire for material sense gratification, either gross or subtle, or teaches one to aspire for these things. Those religions are cheating your own soul. By covering it and obscuring its, its own pure nature for unmotivated loving service to the Lord. Because as Krishna says, Trigunya Vishaya Veda, the Vedas mainly deal with the three modes of material nature. That means mainly deal with the temporary manifestations of this world. Therefore, they're all sources of misery, ultimately. The only eternal reality is pure devotional service. Nothing else is eternal. There's no other position that the jivatma can enter into that is eternal other than pure devotional service. All material forms of sense gratification are temporary. All yogic powers are temporary. And although the Brahma Jyoti is eternal, the jivatma's ability to remain within the Brahma Jyoti is temporary. It is only in that Vaikuntha consciousness of pure devotional service that the soul is revived its eternal nature. And anything that is distracting one's attention away from that or promising anything else is considered the cheating of the soul, cheating religion. 
achieve the goal that differs from age to age and from time, place, and circumstances. So even that is actually which goal? Which is an aid to achieve the goal that is the law of birth. Yes. In, in the four yugas, there are the yuga avatar just prescribes various methods by which in that age one can attain that purified state of consciousness. In the age of Kali Yuga, the method is Nam Kirtan, as delivered in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in the Mahabharata, and as the compiler himself came to this world in the form of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to show by his example glory of this Nam Sankirtan movement. Does anyone else have any more questions?